In the Gospels, Jesus tells us, when two or three are gathered in his name, he is among us. As I look back over the past 12 months, I realize it is in small, intimate settings that God has been most present and active at St. Peter's. God has been active in our staff. In the last 24 months, St. Peter's has been blessed to assemble a team of hardworking individuals who work well together and who create a cohesive and complementary team. In these challenging times, they have been flexible and responsive, recognizing that as good as plan A may be, we must always be ready to execute plan B. We were fortunate to have Tracy Telford as our parish administrator for much of 2021. Tracy took on the task of organizing and managing the office, and we were sorry when she had to leave to take care of her sister. We are grateful to have Mary Ellen Banks as our new parish administrator. Mary Ellen is a skilled grant writer and communicator. If you find the e-blast, the e-net, more colorful and accessible, and our written communications warmer and more concise, it is thanks to Mary Ellen. Our support team also includes David Oosterhout and Mary DeFontes. Dave works hard to keep our buildings clean and in good repair, and together with Bruce Martin, managed the restoration project completed in the fall. Mary DeFontes is our bookkeeper. She works from home, coordinating her work with the treasurer, Kent Yurchuk Shoemaker, the treasurer for the community market, Christopher Little, and myself. Keeping the books for St. Peter's is a complex and highly nuanced task. She keeps our assets carefully recorded in order to comply with the restrictions and expectations of the diocese and the designation of our donors. When I have the opportunity to sit back and observe how our support team works and cares for this congregation, I can only smile. Together and individually, they offer an example of Christian service. And so it is in their work that I have seen God present, and I am thankful. During the darkest days in 2021, when I would wonder if we would ever get back to normal, if there was even a hope for such a thing, I would find myself going into the preschool where I could always find God at work. It's hard to miss God its presence in the innocent faces of preschoolers. Somehow, they find joy no matter what the circumstances. But God is not just present in their faces. God is also present in their enthusiasm. In how they answer all my questions with a resounding Jesus. And that's not always the answer I'm going for. Or how occasionally they desire to remind me that I'm not God, even though I never said I was. However wonderful and joyful are these young people, for me where God has been most profound is in the interaction between our teachers and students. Under the direction of Rebecca Bouchard, our teachers Wendy Conley, Rachel Francis, Sandy Govan, and Ellen Pochedley 
have created an environment that truly serves as the gentle bridge between home and school. Yes, our school prepares each student academically and socially for kindergarten. More importantly, however, we teach them and offer them an experience of divine love. And so it is through our preschoolers' joy and the love that our teachers have for each child that God is made present here, and I am thankful. On Wednesday afternoons and Thursday evenings, God is made present through our Zoom Bible studies. I never thought community could be built virtually. Yet these two groups prove otherwise. Currently, 22 people participate in Bible study on a weekly basis. Together we explore scripture, share our knowledge, support each other in our struggles, and rejoice with each other in our joys. Together we question, discover, and create a more solid foundation upon which to build our faith. It is truly sad, when I look beyond these groups, how little most of us know of what is contained in the Bible and how much we depend on others to tell us what they believe is contained in the Bible. Scripture is so powerful that St. Augustine tells us in his biography that his conversion from a hedonistic life to faith came when a voice called out to him to pick it up and read, to pick up the Bible and read. We too need to pick up the Bible and read. Studying the Bible book by book, chapter by chapter, in communion with fellow believers, reveals more about God than any other spiritual practice can offer us. So it has been here, in the fellowship, and in our study, that God has been made present at St. Peter's. And I am thankful. We also found God this year in our Finding Mary course with Mother Eileen Lindemann. This six-week course was designed to offer a vehicle through which we could discover the biblical Mary, the Mary of Luke and John, the woman who said yes to God despite the risks and with an understanding of the paradigmatic shift her child would bring, the young mother who fretted when her son went missing, and the weary but devoted mother who grieved at the cross while her child hung dying. The Mary we ultimately discovered was an approachable human being, Luke's first Christian prophet and disciple, a voice, and a saint to whom modern women can look and to comfortably, comfortably follow. I look forward to building on this journey in April when Sister Sarah Randall will offer a day retreat centered on the sorrows of Mary at the cross. And so it was, in our searching and in our discovery, that God was made present here at St. Peter's. And I am thankful.
This last year, we strove to find additional ways to provide assistance to the community. Under the facilitation of Kent Yurchik Shoemaker, we began the first in what will be a series of bereavement groups to help those experiencing grief to find solace and strength. And it was here, in the sharing that took place, in the grief that was pooled, and in the hope that was found, that God was made present here at St. Peter's. And I am thankful. On Friday afternoons, God is found at the community market. Despite COVID restrictions, people still come to help. Guests are still being respectfully served. And now there are even more options for delivery. Each week, God is made known by our volunteers who kindly see to it that every guest finds what they are looking for and assures that the tables are filled with an abundance of canned goods and produce so each guest will leave here feeling fulfilled and having enough. God has been found in the excitement and the sharing on the part of our guests and young volunteers as they joyfully tell us of their accomplishments during the past week. God is also found in the worries of the community market leaders, Becky Johnson and Susan Dvorak. They worry about very different things, yet their worries are godly worries all the same. And now one would think that our primary worry is money, but Becky and Susan let Chris Little as treasurer worry about that. Instead, Becky worries about the people who are not there. She worries about those who used to come and why they are no longer coming. She worries that people who need our services don't know about us and are hungry. She wonders what more can we do to get the word out. Becky worries because she knows that many of our guests have been forced out of their homes in Narragansett due to increasing rents, forced to move to unfamiliar locations north of the tower. Susan, on the other hand, worries about the guests, that each is warmly welcomed and made to feel safe and valued while shopping with us. She worries about the volunteers she makes sure every volunteer feels appreciated and valued. She worries about whether we have sufficient food options each week, often shopping herself to ensure that our tables are filled with an abundance of food selections. She sees to all of this with warmth, enthusiasm, and a passion for the community market that is infectious. St. Clair once asked, for all of us to be the hands and feet of Christ. Becky and Susan embody this in how they lead, in how they guide, and in how they worry. It is through their leadership, the generosity of our volunteers, and the gratitude of our guests that God has been made present here at St. Peter's. And I am thankful. I heard it once said that to sing is to pray twice. Thanks to the leadership of our music director, Tony Romeo. 
there is a lot of praying going on at St. Peter's. One of the many things I admire about Tony is that when he plays, he prays. Tony's spirituality is so intertwined with his music that the worship life of this community is greatly enhanced by his musical direction. Tony cares about giving his best to God and about bringing the best out of the musicians. He cares about his choir members and the musical prayer the choir offers each Sunday morning. I think this is why our choir continues to grow despite the pandemic and despite the discomfort of having to sing while wearing masks. This past fall was especially challenging for the choir as we integrated a team of professional singers. Thanks to Tony's leadership, the transition went smoothly, with a stronger and more confident sound emanating from the choir each week. So it has been in Tony's leadership and the voices and the camaraderie of our choir that God has been made present here at St. Peter's. And I am thankful. This summer, I had the pleasure of being in the building while the men of Point Builders and Dennis Moffat Painting worked on the restoration project, which Bruce Martin describes in his report. These professionals were true artisans who took great pride in their work and whom I enjoyed getting to know. The one moment from this past summer that I cherish most is the day when one of the painters asked if he could go into the church. As it turned out, he had been baptized here at St. Peter's and hadn't been here since. He was clearly moved by our space. As a painter, he appreciated the intricate stenciling And more importantly, he was moved by the beauty and the majesty of our space and the great care we put into our buildings. It was in this moment that he experienced God. Thanks to the hard work of Bruce Martin, David Osterhout, and the Building and Grounds Committee, as well as to Susan Hines and her cadre of gardeners, God is made known in our warm well-cared-for and serene spaces. Here, anyone can come to enjoy quiet contemplation, light a candle, commune with God through nature, or be moved by his majesty. Ours is a graceful campus that now extends outward, inviting all who pass by to come in, to rest, and to let God accept their burdens. It has been, in the care of our buildings, and gardens that God has been made present, and I am thankful. God has been present with our vestry. This year's work has been different. As a strategic plan has come into focus, the vestry has worked hard to realign our budget to reflect our priorities. I am thankful for Kent Yurchik Shoemakers and Bob Mankey's efforts in making this happen. When so many congregations are struggling to meet payroll, we are blessed by your generosity and support. It is often said that God provides in abundance. Thanks to each of you 
and to those who have remembered St. Peter's in their wills. St. Peter's has the resources it needs to continue moving forward with our strategic goals. God has also been present in the work of our wardens, John Hines and Allison Bateson Tupin, with whom I am in constant contact. This year has been about being flexible on a moment's notice. They have been there to offer advice and support when the governor or the bishop has asked us to pull back. And they have been there to determine when to move forward again. It is in how we work together that sets the tone for the whole church. We are blessed with dedicated wardens and vestry members who work with me to keep the congregation moving forward even when the seas are rough and stormy. It has been in the fruitful and collegial work of our rector, wardens, and vestry that God has been made present here at St. Peter's. And I am thankful. I have also seen God present in each of you. Throughout the pandemic, as a community, St. Peter's has continued to demonstrate its resiliency and flexibility. You all have been amazing throughout this time of stress and uncertainty. You have rolled with the mandates regardless of your feelings about masking and social distancing. When possible, you have worked with me creatively to find options towards meeting common goals. And there have been times because the risks have been too great, you have easily adapted to church by YouTube and podcast. All made possible thanks to the creative and dedicated work of Ron Cowie. As a community, we have journeyed through this pandemic respectfully by caring for one another. Believe me when I say this has not gone unnoticed by those outside our parish. Staff members have noticed how well we care for each other and find ways to support one another. Visitors comment on how warm, friendly, and safe our church feels when they attend services on Sunday mornings. This past January, we had a visitor from Wisconsin join us for worship on three Sundays. Three weeks ago, I received an email from her expressing her gratitude to the people of St. Peter's for their warmth and hospitalities. As I read this, this email, it was clear that God had been present among us on Sunday morning, both here and in the sanctuary and virtually. Through her words, I heard God saying something else. Well done. Good and faithful servants, and I am thankful. Twenty twenty one was a year in which God was fully present in our prayer, our study, and in our work, working constantly among us and guiding us as we grew more deeply in faith, as a community, and in our service. Looking towards twenty twenty two. I fully believe St. Peter's enters it 
stronger and healthier. Simply because we have grown in being conduits of Christ's love to all whom we meet and to all whom we serve. Because it is when we open ourselves up to being those conduits of Christ's love that God is made present among us, and I am thankful. Respectfully submitted, the Reverend Craig R. Swan, Rector.